This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of SB Nation and What's Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 187, How the Red Bull Spent Their Summer Vacation. I hope they went to Disney World. Yeah, me too. We, we all know that they were practicing their uh, their movement in the pool, though. Mm. So mm. we we know if uh, it comes to synchronized swimming or something like that, then they're good to go. Yeah. Sweet. So, two weeks off for Truman and I. Pat's been kind of a little busy, if you haven't been paying attention. Just a wee bit. Doing some, doing some Yanks Go Marching episodes. <laughs> um, so, we're back with the, the Red Bulls coming back off of their Copa America break. Uh, and we start actually with a little bit of a recap. Because they last night, uh, the Red Bulls went to Rochester, New York. Took on the Rochester Rhinos in the... Uh, fourth round, I think, technically, of the Open Cup. I don't remember what round it is. Um, came away with a one nothing victory off of a Sasha Kleschen penalty kick. If it's a po- if anybody's paying attention, that's the first time I think he's taken a penalty kick. Oh, no, sorry. Not the first time, but Bradley Ray Phillips is no longer the penalty kick taker, it seems. Well, he, he got the boot a little while ago. Yeah, Sasha, a Sasha's been stepping in for a while. Yeah. Wow. He's been the guy since, like, last year. Yeah. Well, no, beginning of the year, right? Phillips, remember, missed a few, too. He took one because they were hoping it would help him get his groove back, and he missed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, let's talk real quick about this game. Well, we're not going to go into our full like and dislikes, because I know uh, Pat's not very interested in the Open Cup. Nope. So, uh, real quick, I thought the Red Bulls played like a, a game management type of game. Like, once they got their goal, they were just content to sit back and absorb the pressure, and it, it worked. Uh, it's not pretty, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Results are what matters. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Truman, what did you think about the game? I thought it was a good game to knock the rust off. I think that's exactly what that kind of game was. They played a lot of starters, which was nice. And uh, I didn't like Sean Wright Phillips uh, leaving, I don't know, 10 minutes into the game or however early it was. That's never good. Yeah, it was in uh, the team somewhere. Yeah, but um, it is – It's. It was good just, just to see the team get out there. Great opponent to play. Uh, yeah, they get that 20th-minute goal, and they just kind of cruise and knock the ball around a little bit. And Yeah, like I said, knocking the rust off. That's what I like to see. Now they can kind of figure out what they did right, what they did wrong, and get back into the league uh, on uh, Sunday. Uh, I paid half attention to it for about 75 minutes. I got sick of the... Uh, video quality that was on par with uh, what we shot at my high school when I was still there. Uh, the field looked atrocious. Nobody went to the game. And I turned it off in like the 78th minute and watched the OJ documentary. Hey, the Red Bulls fans were there. They were representing. <laughs> eh, it's 20-30. Great. <laughs> and, yeah, about, about the video, you know, maybe because I'm not the videographer, so I don't care as much. I at least was able to make out the players, so that's a step up from most internet streams. But 
Rochester needs to find some new announcers, in my, in my opinion, because not the play-by-play guy, but the color guy just, like, was to me was, like, monotone and just didn't have any real opinions except for that's a foul, that's not a foul, and it was just boring. It, it almost took me out of the... Actually, it pretty much took me out. I think I was sitting on my computer reading, like, Reddit most of the time because of uh, the announcers. You didn't like their pregame discussion of how to pronounce uh, Sasha Kleisen's name? and No, thank, thankfully... <laughs> Thankfully, I started watching the game when it was like five minutes in, <laughs> so I missed all of that. That was pretty funny. Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, they were talking about uh, where all that there was no fans there, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Maybe you should not turn the mics on before the games. You know, it's like five minutes before the game starts. But it's an important tournament. It's really important. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, Rochester was had a, like a big long undefeated streak at home going there, so. We stopped that. Little victories. Little minor victories. <laughs> and then the, the important actual victory. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next up in the Open Cup, uh, Red Bulls will travel on June 29th to Philadelphia to take on the Union, um, hoping to avenge their loss from last year in the Open Cup. Uh, if they win, they will travel to either the New England Revolution or the New York Cosmos. So for the next two rounds, the New York Red Bulls will not be hosting a game. I don't get why they dictate that now. I, I don't like that. It's about the stupid bidding process to host games and right. It's, stupid it's stuff. dumb. How's it done in Europe for like FA Cup? Uh, Random. They just, yeah, they just pick it out of it's a freaking bowl. It's, yes. it's a, you're going to host a game because you're in the tournament and we picked you first. Yeah, that's probably how it should be done. I, it really should be, honestly. Yeah, and. Although I can I can see why we don't do it that way because teams like the Cosmos and some of these like USL and NASL teams are, have stadium sharing agreements and then you get blacked out dates and stuff like that and it just makes things a little harder. But I really wish we were randomized because then it would just be hey you're playing this team this this week and then that's it. No, yeah, that's their own fault for stadium sharing. Well, you know that that soccer stadium is coming, right? Oh yeah, it sure is. <laughs> any any day now. All right, so. Let's move on to the game that's coming up. But this is going to be a really kind of quick episode because, you know, coming off the break, not we felt like it wasn't really worth having a guest on for this little stuff. No. And plus, we, we want to get off this to watch the United States play tonight. So, got to make this quick and uh, get out of here. So, let's talk about the game coming up on Sunday, June 19th, 7.30 p.m. The New York Red Bulls will be hosting uh, the Seattle Sounders. Uh, the game will be on Fox Sports 1. Uh, I talked to one of the guys, uh, Dave Clark, over at Sandred Hart, and I asked him uh, what would the status for um, Deuce be if the United States were to lose tonight, and he said that we would probably see him in the 18, probably not start, might come in uh, probably in a close game because he said they are a little desperate. Um, if the United States was not playing in Seattle, then there would probably be no way he's on the plane uh, with Seattle, because apparently the, the Seattle Sounders are not leaving until tomorrow, uh, which is Friday. So that is a big plus for the Red Bulls, that even if Deuce is there, he's probably not starting. Um, we'll see how that all shakes out. But let's get into it, as we always do with our predictions. Pat, you're up first. What do you think is going to happen on Sunday? For one thing, I don't think we're going to have to worry about Clint Dempsey, because USA is going to win tonight. So I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, you know, I... You know, again, like, so I think one, we're probably not going to see Dempsey. It is a home game, which is nice. 
Uh, I don't know how big a crowd it's going to be because it's Father's Day. Um, but, you know, how many people have going to a soccer match. So I don't know how, you know, fervent the home crowd is going to be for the Rebels. But, um, you know, I think I think the, the Rebels should come out of uh, their break looking good, pick up where they left off. Seattle's not all having all that special a season right now, and uh, I'm going to go with a 2 nothing win for the Red Bulls. I'm going to agree with you with the win. Uh, you know, they, they were starting to look good uh, last night. Uh, healthy, kind of, mostly healthy, you know, except for players getting injured in Open Cup games, which Patches absolutely loves. He loves when that happens. Uh, but since there's only Sean Ray Phillips, I don't think anyone really cares. Uh, yeah. I, I like him uh, when they're home. Uh, there's why not? Why not just get it, you know, get it started the way you left off? Uh, maybe they'll give up a goal. I think they'll give up a goal. I say it's going to be a two-one win. But uh, yeah, welcome back. And yeah, I'm curious to see what the crowd is like because it is a Sunday night. Uh, yeah, like you said, Father's Day, more bad scheduling for the Red Bulls. But that's what happens when you have to be on national TV all the time. But yeah, two-one. I forget. Are there, there's no Copa games on Sunday, right? I think all the quarterfinals end on Saturday. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. So I imagine that there's not even gonna be a great television audience because Father's Day, seven thirty at night. Right. And then and then I, I imagine most people are will probably be watching uh, the UEFA tournament in the morning and then not really want to watch any more soccer um, except for you know us because we're Red Bull fans we're gonna watch it. Right. Um, I think it's gonna be another um, knock off the knock the rust off kind of game. Uh, Red Bulls, I think, are are going to come out ahead because Seattle will probably be playing without uh, Dempsey, and I just think the momentum uh, from before the break, and even though it came with the penalty kick, the momentum from the Open Cup game will carry them this team forward through this match. Uh, I'm going to say it's a little closer. Though. I'm going to say it's one nothing. Uh, but an impressive stat would be that I think it was. Up until Colin came onto the team, the Red Bulls had one shutout, and they've had, I think, one game without a shutout since, or something like that. And to keep that going would just be that much would that be be that much more impressive uh, coming off of the Copa break. All right, so time for our dumping ground, you know, where we talk about whatever the hell we want to. Uh, I'm gonna go first. The CONCACAF Champions League announced that for the 2015-16 tournament, they are increasing the prize money. So for the winner, we'll get a cool half a million dollars. The runner-up will get 300000 You, If you make the semifinals, you get $200,000. And apparently they are increasing a travel stipend, which, one, I didn't even know existed for the Champions League. But apparently the travel stipend before was thought to be $40,000, so I imagine that if that goes up, it's got to be at least like sixty or something like that. Um, in relation, and this is all reported by Austin Fido at Once Metro, uh, MLS Cup winner gets $275,000. The runner-up gets $80,000. The Shield winner this year gets 55000 and next year will get 135000 and in the Open Cup, the winner gets 200000 and the runner-up gets 60000 So what do you guys think about the increased prize money? Does, obviously, this makes it the most lucrative tournament that an MLS team can play in, but do you think that this increases the prestige of the tournament at all by making you know a bigger purse, making he's maybe a little more anxious to go after that money? 
No. <laughs> I, you know what? I always, I always have to have a laugh over uh, the money you get for winning a Super Bowl or a World Series and stuff like that. It's just, you know, I would think for a team like the Red Bulls and the guys that aren't uh, the Dax McCarty's, the Sashas of the world, sure, it's gonna, it's definitely a nice little extra paycheck. But I mean, for most pro players, you're getting more money anyway in your contracts, for the most part. I, these these little bonuses mean. To me, they don't really mean that much, honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's nice that guys get an extra few bucks in their uh, pockets for doing a good job. Um, but in terms of cr- increasing the prestige, uh, until Mexico and the United States are in, you know, Copa Libertadores, <laughs> they, they they will not be really be playing in a super prestigious international tournament. Um, you know, it, it's just it, it's an I mean, it's our continental tournament that's great um and i do think you know teams should go all out to win it but in terms of prestige it's definitely on the lower end of continental tournaments so now here's the question pat what in your mind what's more impressive open cup or concacaf without a doubt you got to beat mexican teams uh you know you got to go to far more intimidating environments uh, I'm going to guess, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Rochester is not as intimidating as a stadio <laughs> as Becca. Um, you know, that's just me. I could be wrong. Uh, and, and you know what? They got television money in it too. I mean, again, I, I've said it for years, you know, TV matters and CCL is televised. Open cup is not. And, uh, until open cup is televised and until people see fit to show up, it's just not, not that important. All right. Uh, so, do either of you have anything you guys want to discuss for dumping ground? Yes. Did you guys read the uh, Leander? I have no idea how to say his last name. Shockman's maybe article on Vice Sports about supporter culture. No, I have not. Uh, did I? Hmm. That is a good question. I did I, read an article about supporter culture. Maybe it was the same one you read. Yeah. Well, basically, it was about. It started out with the, D- the kid, the guy from DC, who got banned for setting off a smoke bomb. I did read that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought it was an interesting read. Uh, there's actually a discussion on the Red Bulls discussions group um, about it. Uh, I think it's since fizzled out since a couple of days ago. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting read. I mean, I, I did I did think it was kind of silly. Like people are like, "What? We can't do this anymore." They're killing supporters' culture. Where I'm kind of like, I mean, some stuff in there like Vancouver is raising the ticket prices seem to be. Uh, although there, who knows? There might be more more to the story than that. That seems like a poor decision. Um, but I don't know. I just, uh, I mean, I've, you know, we, I kind of came down on the side when the whole YSA brouhaha came around and all that stuff is that, I mean, I don't think having to obey local laws and clean up the language is a big ask. And I don't think that ceases anybody from being able to support their team with fervor. No. No. So, so, I mean, so the people were like, I have to clean up my language. Guess what? I've been told to clean up my language a whole bunch of times at Red Bull Arena. And I apologize, and I go on into my day, and I enjoy the game because I enjoy the sport of soccer. So you know, so you know that that's just kind of my stance on it. Um, and, and you know, and at the same time, it's like, and I think they're all starting about Tifo censoring Tifo. You know, if ESC and all y'all just one day decided to draw a bull, uh, you know, sodomizing, uh, you know. David Villa, I kind of feel like the team should have the right to say, no, we can't raise that TIFO in the stadium. So, like, yeah, again, these are all things I think people are complaining about in the article and even on the discussion. Um, and I just don't think they're big asks. 
And really, like, good TIFO for me and uh, creative chance are ones where you don't have to use vulgarity. Mind mm-hmm. you, I, I love using vulgarity myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always say it's more creative to not be vulgar. It's easy to swear and, and put curse words and shit on signs or whatever, but uh, mm-hmm. if you want to be creative, you know, you, you don't need it. And really... I don't think this affects Red Bull's fans really at all because if you look at all the TIFOs and banners, I don't think they've really said no to much of anything. Yeah, yeah. Even protest, even protest signs, they've let mm-hmm. like protest signs here and there go in. So mm-hmm. it's not like they're getting mad that you know fans are saying sell the team or you know Red Bull out or where's Pecky or blah 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 blah. They've allowed all that stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so I that kind of stuff I really don't. It, it doesn't really phase me. I think. And just speaking as a you know as a fan of the Red Bulls and not any other team, I think we've been very lucky and fortunate for this team to be our owners because they do pretty much give us a lot. And honestly, uh, the city of of uh, Harrison and even Newark pretty much let us almost kind of do a lot. Of, you know what we want going over the bridge with the flares and the smoke and the drums and the jumping and you know right. I think we've proved, for the most part, that we're very responsible adults and <laughs> can be supporters without getting completely out of control and acting like idiots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other f- teams' fans can't do that, but we can, mm. and I'm going to get to that very shortly. So, <laughs> you mean you mean like some fans like to jump people? Mm. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. We're getting there. So, my, my two cents on all this: if you enter a stadium and you know the team or whoever sets some rules, obviously abide by them, and Red Bulls fans do. I mean, Red Bulls fans are one of the few teams that I think allow flares in the stadium because the Red Bull supporters follow the instructions on how to light them safely. Right. It's, it's not It's not like we're NYCFC fans. We bring a flare into Red Bull Arena and throw it onto the field in an unsafe manner. Like... I think it's pretty common sense. The, the whole situation with the guy in D.C., I have no idea whether he's right or wrong and all that stuff. Uh, I will say the one point that that Ultra group has made, and I will kind of agree with them on this point, is if a team or organization says to me as a supporter, you can't do X, but then turn around and use that specific act to make a commercial to promote their product. Right. Right, right. That that is completely hypocritical, and at that point, somebody should be asking the questions. Hey, you say we can't do this, but you are using this as promotional material. So either you allow us to do this, or you should stop doing it yourself. Yeah. And that that's the that's the the for me the biggest sticking point is you set set ground rules. I'll follow them, but then don't you know things in the past that I've done that are now against the rules don't use them when I can't do that stuff anymore. That's the my biggest issue with any of this stuff is just the, the kind of two-faced PR stuff. And don't get me wrong, from a PR point of view, I if I was in charge of MLS, I would be using supporter culture to pimp the shit out of the league. But I would also make sure that whatever I'm pimping is legal because, right. you know, last, last thing you need is to upset the fans you have because once they leave, it becomes harder to replace them. Right. Yeah. And it's also really hard to explain that ad where, like, supporters are snorting cocaine. <laughs> you're like, look how hardcore they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just to clarify my statements, I was not saying that Red Bull fans have 
uh, disobeyed the rules at all. That's not what I was saying whatsoever. So I just wanted to clarify that. I mean, it was really just seeing comments on the discussion, like, they're going to kill supporters' culture. Like, no, they're not. No. It's just a few small asks. And really, getting back to the DC fan, from what I've read and heard, he it's not like he was given a thousand warnings of not doing this. He was doing something they do, what, they were doing every home game? Yeah. And all of a sudden, then they decided to enforce the law. They weren't enforcing it for God knows how long. How long have they been? We're talking 1996. They've been down there. How long have they been doing lighting smoke and stuff before games? I don't know. But still, uh, I think we talked about this last season, too. I think this this same topic because this guy was banned for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it is very hypocritical to all of a sudden just go, oh, hey, you, just you, buddy. Well, you're gone for a year. I know you've been doing it every home game, but now you're banned. We never gave you a warning, but now, you know. Unless unless we hear different from the team saying, no, we warned this guy, which I doubt. All right, so I think there's something else you guys want to talk about? Oh, well, I was going to wait till we got to my terrible team of the week. I got other stuff to talk about. Well, I have nothing. Okay, well, anything else for dumping around then? Sure. Uh, unfortunately, the Red, uh, Red Bulls and Sky Blue FC are playing, well, against the, at the same time against the same town. But if you can't make it to the Red Bulls game, you can always go see Sky Blue play at home against the Seattle Rain. Uh, uh, six o'clock start time, and it's Pride Night at the Sky Blue game. So, uh, Cloud Nine has some really badass uh, Pride shirts. We should go check out on their Instagram page and their Twitter page. Really, really cool uh, shirts, and what a good time to get them. But now, you know, talking about what happened this weekend, mm. kind of a good time if you want to go support, go pick up one of those shirts. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Right, I, just, I just brought, I brought the show down. I apologize, but yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I mean, if there's ever a time really to go to a Pride Night, show some solidarity. I mean, this is certainly that time. Yep. No doubt about that. So, and I don't know, what, are Red Bulls doing a Pride Night, or did they do one? Did I miss it? I don't think they did one yet. Do they even do one? I don't know if they, they ever have. I, I don't know. The supporters have, right? Yeah. I, mean, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's been official. They usually do it during um, the Pride Weekend in New York. Okay. Uh... Isn't that usually in March? No, it's usually just like in the stands and stuff. They bring the flags and stuff. No, no, no. I meant, I meant sorry, I meant Pride Weekend. Isn't that usually in March? Oh, well, it's a parade in the city. They're not uh, marching around angry, Jay. They're no. not marching and protesting. June June nineteenth, according to nycpride.org. So there you okay. go. So the, oh wait, that's Pride Luminaries brunch. Mm. Um, oh, because oh, oh, they have a bunch of different stuff. That's why. I like brunch. So Pride Fest is Pride June 26th. Brunch. Is when? Pride Fest is June 26th. Is that the parade? Uh, I think so. It's maybe not because it looks like it's only on a, a very specific part of Hutchinson Street. All I'm what? saying is if you have not uh, witnessed the parade, it is it is amazing and awesome. And it worked <laughs> out great last year because it was the uh, on the same day as the NYCFC game. So we went to Legends early, and the parade was going right down at the end of the block at Legends. So nice. we got to hang out and watch like a big chunk of the parade, and then we went to the game. But uh, it's a great day to be in the city. I'll, I will say that it's a lot of fun. Nice. All right. Now we're um, now we're totally off track, but that's any, okay. Any, well, it's totally on. fine. Totally anything, fine to be off track. Anything else for dumping grounds? Uh, very upset that Wales lost uh, to England at the last minute. Very sad day for Wales. Yeah, but Northern Ireland won a game, so that was pretty crazy. That's and and that Wales shouldn't have lost because the first goal was offside. Yeah. So, darn England. <laughs> what did Wales ever do to you? Nothing. 
can never trust them English. All right, so is that it? I want to get to you. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I know who the ter- terrible team of the week is, but I want to hear mm, this. I think it's going to be the third straight week for me, right? I, I believe no one's interrupted. They now have a three-week losing streak. For, I'll still keep track of this from now on, but... The greatest, the greatest team in New York history, uh, NYC, FC, Smurf City, <laughs> Boy City, whatever you want to call them. Second year in a row, losing to the Cosmos in the Open Cup. <laughs> losing in the 88th minute, which is super hilarious, so the Cosmos didn't even need uh, extra, any extra time to beat them up. But the real losers are yet again the fans who decided to assault Cosmos fans as soon as they stepped off a bus, because that's how classy they are. Now, I don't know what was said beforehand. I don't know what went on. All I know is I saw pictures of dudes getting bloodied up. But yet again, Smurf fans proving how awesome they are and how tough they are. Assaulting fans at a college stadium in the city, you know. Uh, Don't worry about Patty's just dropping things. It's totally fine. We're all like a red-blooded American, damn it. Uh, So, yeah. Hey, Major League Soccer, maybe you should take a look at their fans and what's going on. Just just saying. Maybe you should check that out. Because this team that you insisted on having in the league uh, continues to embarrass themselves week in and week out. Yep. Both on the field and off. Yep. All right. So that's it. Nothing else? I got nothing else. I got nothing left to give. Nope. Uh, go America. Yeah. In two hours. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this one up. Uh, you can visit us at oncemetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Uh, help us by going to patreon.com slash red bull rant. Throwing a few bucks our way. If you want to email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. On Facebook, facebook.com slash red bull rant. On Twitter, at red bull rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at pmacd82 for Pat, at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe to this for iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, any basically anywhere the podcasts are found. And uh, SoundCloud.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Last words before we get out of here. Uh, next week or any week, if you guys have someone you want to come on the show, you can make our job easier and give us suggestions. Um, yeah. Just saying, uh, don't ask for a player because the Red Bulls don't, will never let us have players on this show because we're bad we boys. We say bad words. Yeah, but uh, if there's anyone you guys want, please just let us know. And aside from that, let's go America. And on Sunday, Red Bulls uh, win. Uh, yeah, uh, pay attention tomorrow night. I think there will be another Gangsco Martin edition recapping tonight's game. So uh, that and go Red Bulls. All right, so for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 187 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Lates.